these shites and stuff. And we should do the schmerzen with the gay. Schmerzen? Hit the dude. With the gay. The gay with the stuff. The thing with the gay. Hello, everyone. And welcome to another episode of Literally Literary. With us, as always, is Mr. Sean Fabernet. Sean Fa. I am Joey Bonnier. And here it is. Here he is. Sorry. <laughs> Your host, Sean O'Brien. Why you insist on calling me the host? Because I know you don't like it. Because you're the host? Aw, you're such a cutie pie. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you on your phone? I'm trying to. He's, he's he's got his phone books. He's doing his thing. No, I'm trying to Google. I'm trying to figure yeah, out if there books are on more. The phone. No, I'm trying to figure out if there are more, uh, like Christmas stories. Ah. Well, th- when will this episode come out? Let's just sausage. Jesus Christ! All right, take get, it easy. Sean I would guess Foss. another. It's going to be the ele- the eighteenth. I think. Yeah. The eighteenth. <gasps> oh, we don't have enough. Excuse I have me? too many. What? Jesus Christ! What are you talking about? Anyway, just do it. I have a bunch of uh, books. Mm, what a surprise! Merry Christmas! You said I don't have enough, and then you said I have too many. I don't have enough. <laughs> what? I wish I had more to choose from, but mm. I, I don't have enough days. Is what I meant to say, not books. Because uh, yeah, that, I was going to say that's absolutely insane. More. Because you have the most amount of books any human. There's should only own. one more before this, though. Well, we have one on Christmas Day. I know. Yeah. On Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> I have my little uh, folly drink, though. Yeah, that is weird. He decided to add some Applejack to his White Russian and some pumpkin spice. Yeah. Well, it's not like it was just a White Russian. There was just a maybe, you know, a sliver <laughs> left. So, you know, maybe just a full mouthful of it. So I needed something to complement all of that. I got a good name for it. Good. Vladimir Appleseed. That's okay. not a good name at all. Russian, apple, it's all in there, baby. Like Johnny Appleseed, but Vladimir Appleseed? I'll give it a five out of ten. Where's the pumpkin, though? Oh, apple. I actually am on, totally on board with this. Vladimir Appleseed. The Vladimir Appleseed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I No, I, I think that's amazing. All right. Well done, sir. You're welcome. Yeah. There's vodka, Kahlua, and fucking the pumpkin bullshit, <laughs> and Applejack in this thing. And some milk, of course. Mm. Vladimir Appleseed. I oh. blessed you. People. Well done. Anyway, I have books. Uh, Merry Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy with us. Do you guys have a particular Christmas story or Christmas book that you that you are you know fond of or familiar with? Does Christmas at Ground Zero count? I don't know what that is, but yes, yeah, I'm sure you do. It's Weird Al's Christmas song. No, he made a 9/11 song. No, this is my way favorite before 9/11. Was, my favorite, however, was um the night Santa went crazy. Yeah, that's another great one. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joey. Um, oh, we should have done like a Hanukkah story or some shit like that. Uh, That's rude. Okay. You don't have to appease. Pandering me. bullshit. It's not, uh, it's not that rude. <laughs> it's just pandering a little Merry bit. Merry Christmas, sure. Joey. It's giving you some, it's giving you, we're doing a bunch of Christmas fucking stories. You know what? I, I just witnessed a Christmas Carol Glee Club performance tonight and mm. they did one Hanukkah song and uh-huh. it was Dreadle, the dreadle, fucking dreadle. worst. Oh, it was so yeah, pandering. It's kind of rude. That's true. It is pandering. It was I don't like the need story it. of the we're, fucking thing. Jews don't want that shit. We're embarrassed when you you're do that. We're embarrassed total, for you're you. You're totally right. Thank you. We do not want you like mispronouncing Hanukkah songs. It's, Hanukkah. 
Yeah, I did that on purpose. Wait, is, <laughs> I, are there actually Hanukkah songs? Yeah. I, well, no, I thought obviously that, there's the dreidel they, fucking song. Right, right. Yeah. But I thought like Put uh, on I, your I didn't think yarmulke. those were traditional. I thought that was more of like Christmas spirit Bullshit. being forced upon Judaism. No, no, there there are definitely Hanukkah songs, not a ton, and there are a lot that we kind of made ish we, we put tunes to mm. like there's always been like those lyrics in like in, in our prayers but, we but i thought hanukkah put, was just like wasn't like a real big holiday it's not okay it was not it's actually uh, a military victory holiday it's mm. about the, <laughs> really? seriously it's about us murdering a shitload of greek people i thought it was about a candle lasting for a while well not murdering we beat them in a battle uh the murder the, the dedication of the temple is part of it but that's kind of a it's like a tall tale that we tell just because we like Sounding nice like Christmas. Uh-huh. It's. I it was originally just celebrating us ha- victory over the Greeks. Wow, what year? I'm gonna guess. Uh, blah, 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 I don't know. 200 BC. That's not a good guess. Happy Hanukkah. Okay, I'll look it up. What do you guys think? <laughs> All right, so let's do Christmassy shit. Yep. Because <laughs> you know this is America. <laughs> Religions wow. evolve. Hello. <laughs> It was sarcastic for a reason. This yeah, I know. Don't America. hurt me. So I have, um, I have uh, the twelfth. I have Twelfth Night by William Shakespeare once again, which starts with an N. What starts with an N? Twelfth <laughs> Night. Night. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I have. Uh, what the fuck is the fucking guy? Uh, Charlie Dickens from Saint Nicholas, mm. also known as Twas the Night Before Christmas poem. Who did that? Some guy, Mike. Right on. Good job, Mike. <laughs> I actually don't even fucking know. Uh, can I just also say my favorite Christmas song? Sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's actually not kind of. It's kind of Christmas. It's white. It's white. White snake. Christmas. White Christmas. White Christmas um, by um, not Bing? Bing Crosby mm. by Otis Redding. Is that yeah? Before? Check out Otis right Redding's on. version of White Christmas. Is that before or after Bing? It's after, but it's very good. Hmm. Um, so the, the poem "Twas Night Before Christmas" was anonymously published in 1823 and later attributed to Clement Clark Moore. I didn't realize anonymous was working back then. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, some uh, some commentators, however, now believe the poem was written by Henry Livingston Jr. Hmm. Um, the poem that- has been called arguably the best known verses ever written by an American. I guess that's <laughs> fair. You really think that, huh? Yeah, I mean, can you name another? No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to know if you thought that. Yeah, I don't know that it's necessarily the best written, but the most no, no, ubiquitous. just as arguably the best known. Oh, the best known. Best yeah, known yeah, that versus what about, uh, written by an American. Yeah. Gettysburg Address. Not a doubt. No, it's still. This is specifically word versus... for word memorized. Yeah, I mean, like, how many people know more than four score and seven years ago? Our fathers brought forth on this nation. Okay, fair enough. Most you know people I mean? would say you forefathers. Win. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. I just don't like don't the idea of, a, of, of the most popular American song being religious or American poem. I don't whatever. think it's religious. It was Christmas. the night before Christmas, but it's about Santa. I mean, there's no like Jesus shit going on in here. There's it's still, still what? it's still a religiously implicated holiday. It's not. God damn it! This, this is, is a not part of tinkering episode. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a war on Christmas douche, but I'm just that, that you got to tell. I'm taking off my sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, jeez. The, the guns are coming out. I'm just hot. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, it's, not it's getting a little hot in here. <laughs> it's just, it's hot in her. Sun's out, guns out. Right, I understand. Just, just fucking He's, he's got to get her. Uh, just relax. Do you, how, how often do you work out, John? Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, all right, so. What do you bench? <laughs> he, I, I three don't copies of Ulysses on each arm. <laughs> That is nothing. Three copies of Ulysses weighs fucking sh- jack shit. I was doing that in junior high. I was, fucking, I, was, 
I got Finnegan's Wake and Ulysses War and Peace on my ankle. I love how this podcast is like both for me to fucking jerk off and for you guys to call me a jerk off. Yeah. All right. Pretty much. I thought that's pretty clear. Yeah. All right. Um, should I read else? What, what, where are we? What am Just I doing? Just read the fucking I Shakespeare poem. poem. I also have... Um, no, I have Dubliners. I have the dead. Oh, God. Jesus. I have, I have... The dead. I, I was looking forward to Shakespeare, but we can do the Dubliners. That's and cool. I, but I also have, um, of course, the A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, well, which we should read on Christmas Day. We'll yeah, do that considering Christmas this Day. is We're the one that. right before Christmas, I assume the night winter before Christmas is... But it's a week we're... before. We could do a night before Christmas next week. So then do we do the 12 days of Christmas? Does anybody want to read The Night Before Christmas, The Day Of? I feel like everyone wants to hear that New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve. Yeah, I so, never so then that. we're not going to do it? Should we just, well, we could just put not this out. That. We could put this out today, but not going to do it. Thanks, Danny Carvey. What do you guys want? <laughs> yes, it is. You were looking for Shakespeare. You were looking for Jimmy J. Oh, you said, but just read Twas the Night Before Christmas. That was a week ago, man. Make up your goddamn mind. Just do something. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Really? Not even a little mouse? The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes shaken. that St. Nicholas soon would be God there. Or a fucking tangerine. The children all nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mom in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. Wait, so the wife is Islamic? When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little was old, a midget too? With a little old driver so lively and quick... I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. It's Donder. To the top. It is Donder. Donder and Blitzen. Really? Fuck yeah. That's I always thought it was Very Donner. good. I just said it. I didn't even look. And then I, wow. Thank you, Sean Fa. Mm-hmm. Know your shit, bitch. Come on. I could have just read the word that's in front of my eyes. <laughs> to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricanes fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky, so up to the house top the courses they flew with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot. Oh, now it all makes sense. That's how the guy fit down a fucking chimney. He was a fucking little munchkin guy. And his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys was flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses. His nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up. He's like a, a drunk. Bone. I'm. Is that it, what exactly. they're saying? Yes, most definitely. Okay. And the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. 
He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed, like a bowl full of jelly. Who puts jelly in a bowl? Where else? Do, oh, yeah. He was Jello. Fine. He was it's chubby. Jello. doesn't rhyme. This is way before Jello. And it would have been called gelatin. You the gas. <laughs> With the swinking and the twerking. There's always room for it. Jesus. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings and turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. Hmm. He sprung to his sleigh, to his team, gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Happy Christmas? Yes. It's fucked up. Why? Merry fucking Christmas. Okay. Hey, you all, your Shintoas, <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas, Daniel Bucks at and here's some holiday wishes. <laughs> this In case you much... didn't notice, it's Jesus' at birthday, so get off your heathen Muslim mass and fucking celebrate. <laughs> this pretty much defines Santa, though. At this is like the first sort of definition, but it doesn't it doesn't or adhere to our current um, incarnation of Santa. Certainly, not the Coca Cola fucking red and white fat dude. Yeah, there's a couple iterations of it. Um, there's so the original there's kind the of Scandinavian Santa Claus yeah, yeah. actually has a couple different versions of it. Meanwhile, by the way, there is the other like version of it, which is. The actual Santa is totally fucking racist as well. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, the Black whole naughty, Pete and, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 there's a whole element of that as well in it. Um, but but so yeah, the 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 current sort of commercialized version of Santa is more or less based on this poem. But well, the the surroundings of him, but this poem describes him as a tiny elf. Sure, that's. Uh, I mean, it, 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 the establishment of the reindeer, the establishment of the the sleigh, and everything, and yeah, the mythology of Santa, right, right, but thing. not not the physical characteristics of Santa. The physical characteristics of Santa come more from uh, what is it, Saint Nicholas, or you know, Coca Cola. Well, no, because Saint Nicholas would have been before this. But then Coca-Cola would have been the one that made him, you know. Right, but I so mean, St. Nicholas f- being a human figure as well, opposed to an elf. they still make him fat, like a jolly old elf. It's just they don't make him smaller. Like, I think you're... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, you know, uh, what is it, Peter the Gnome or whatever? Like, you know, the, sure. the, the, that's the kind of picture I get from... The Trivago this, Gnome. The, yeah, the Trivalocity Gnome oh, or yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, that's it, my bad. <laughs> Trivago is some other bullshit. Yeah, but that, that's kind of the uh, the picture I get from this poem. Which is certainly different than. Which is interesting, the fact that you said that, like that's that's why he can fit down the chimneys because he's mm. an elf, and also the whole like elf. If he actually is an elf, it makes him a little bit more magical. Which again, that gives us this suspension of disbelief as far as why. By the way, did you guys believe in Santa when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I did. <laughs> sorry, that's a stupid. Jesus fucking... Christ. Uh, how about uh, Hanukkah, Harry? Did... No. Okay. <laughs> when did the you... Easter Bunny? Do you remember when you the Tooth Fairy? My childhood sucked. <laughs> uh, 
It's not true. It did not suck. No, I mean, I do not there, believe in any of this stuff. Hi, yeah, is that? <laughs> I, I, no, no. The serious question, though, is that is that something that doesn't translate to Jewish culture? The idea of like these mythical, like you know, the tooth fairy or like those we have, non. We have similar things. Okay. Uh, not quite as like kidsy as like elves and fairies. Do the Jews lie to their children like Christians do? Of course. Okay. The answer is yes. Uh, but they don't lie about that stuff because the Jewish kids are naturally skeptical and, and whiny and, right and objective. And, you know, so they're it's tough to make them believe yeah. in like the a Santa Claus. More, uh, yeah, malleable. They're a little malleable. bit more uh, fanciful, if yeah. you will. We're more of a literal people. <laughs> We're people of the book. <laughs> no, but seriously, like we have like, an, we have, like angels and stuff like that. Uh, really? I thought the Jews didn't have angels. Yeah, we do. I don't know. There's also supposedly kind of a devil-ish purse character. Mm. So they have all these weird things. I mean, the Bible has got all this stuff. Mr. O'Brien, did you believe in the Sinterklaas? Yeah, I was sad, actually, when... So do you remember we how were, old you were? <clears throat> no, I don't remember the age. But I was in elementary school, and I do remember, apparently... So there's a story my mom likes to tell, where I found out the... I found out Santa Claus wasn't real, and... And then I said, "Was it a defining moment, or was it an evolution? This moment, or the, the, me when figuring you out figuring Santa out Santa wasn't real? Was there like one day you knew it, and then one day you knew it, or was they continue? I don't know the exact answer to that question. Right. I feel like it. Ha I feel like if I had to put you know a finger on it, it probably was more of a moment. Um." Yeah, there was more of an uh, epiphanic element to it than it mm. than like a, a kind of realization of like yeah, it doesn't really make you know what I mean like mm. a, like a couple of days or weeks or I guess in the weird lifespan of a kid yeah, yeah. coming to some sort of realization. Everything's I don't think, an eternity. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but no, I I do think that it probably was a more specific thing of just like me imagining. Oh fuck, it's just my parents like putting that makes sense. Like they just do that. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, that's fair. <laughs> but the, you never the, like caught them putting the presents under the tree or anything like that. No, no, I don't think. so. So, I mean, Never it was saw just, mommy kissing Santa Claus. No, no. The although I do remember like realizing the point of that song, which is always funny. <laughs> um, like at first, I used to think that mommy was cheating on dad yeah. with oh, wow. Santa Claus. Yeah, like I genuinely. That's a darker song. Yeah, that's well, much, that's what the song. I mean, that's what the kid is seeing. Exactly. You right, know what right. I mean? And yeah, for yeah. some, that's kind of what I always assumed. And then when I when that is strange. You're right. I would guess <laughs> yeah. most kids would not get the. Well, that is, no, they don't get. That's, you're right. That's what weird. that song is about. Like, yeah. but, but you wouldn't get it until you're a certain age. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is really funny. Like, that they would play it, it for means, kids. Yeah. I wonder if the writers of that song knew that it was going to mean two different things simultaneously. I think like, so. to a person, or I, not simultaneously, but like eventually it would have I assume that's two the things. point of the song. Like, that it means something different for a kid than it does for a thing. Well, that the, ex the I mean, the experience itself meant something different to the kid that was singing the song than it did to the people that were. Yeah, I don't think they wrote it with that intention. Exactly. I'm pretty sure whoever wrote it had the intention of just a joke. It was a nod to all the parents really? out there. You, just you'll like give those song. layers to Mr. Joyce, and you'll give those layers to Shakespeare, but you won't give those layers to a fucking writing a fucking songwriter. Shitty song. <laughs> well, it's not I that know. I'll grant it. It's just that it's just that from. From first right, glance, I, from first glance, I don't know what. What are you going to look up? From first, dear before, internet, <laughs> <laughs> tell me the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the song "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus" did the writer of said ballad have the intention? Anyway, I, I, I think it's not that it's not that it's a it's a 
not an elegant poem, but I feel like the the sort of flash of inspiration is the joke mm. of noticing that a kid would Ooh, see. Hang on, don't some... don't answer yet. I'm gonna, <laughs> you can tell me, but let me say it first. Let me just the same way, I guess. Yeah. Um, let him hang do himself. it. I'm Jesus. in the middle of it. I'm genuinely in the middle. Of it. <laughs> I just said ooh. I, that's all I said. You're right. I know. Anyway, so um, ooh. Ah, what the fuck was that? Anyway, <laughs> I think that the flash of inspiration basically had to do with the gag that that imagining a kid walking in on seeing mommy kissing quote Santa Claus. As far as why you know daddy's dressed up as Santa Claus, mm. but it's it's seen from the perspective of, of an adult, and I I want to say I don't think that. At the moment of the writing of the song, just when the when the the artist of the song, whoever wrote it, sat mm-hmm. down to actually write the lyrics and the song itself, all he was seeing was the 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 perspective of the kid, the kid as seen from the eyes of an adult. Right. On. I don't think he thought about the song at the moment that he Becoming wrote it. Becoming a Christmas classic and having that effect on no, no, children. No, 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 in the future. no, 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 no. I no, I don't mean that way. I just mean that I don't think he saw it from the eyes of a kid watching the kid. Oh. You know what I mean? Um, I think he just he just saw it as sort of a a, a joke. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The kid sees mommy kissing Santa Claus. That's funny, but didn't think that there would be a kid out there hearing the song that actually considered that the kid. For, first, you have to grant that the child knows what yeah, adultery yeah. is <laughs> in, in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. That like mommy shouldn't be kissing that, Santa that's Claus. That's a very specific like, yeah, age group we're talking exactly, about. Exactly. Like that's a thing. <laughs> they they understand like, adultery, but still think Santa's real. That's right. Like, like that's that's too seven, many layers. Eight, nine. <laughs> right. Like you're just trying to write a sweet little poem about oh, I saw mommy yeah, yeah. kissing Santa no, no. Claus. I don't think that that went through the writer's mind. I could be wrong, but at the at the inception of the song, I don't think it's there. I'm now. I think you're being an elitist. No, no, no. Slow down. <laughs> even when Joyce wrote his shit or Shakespeare wrote his thing, shit, I think a lot of times that, you know, even when you do write it, the layer is, it's, I'm not suggesting that the layer isn't there. Mm. I'm just saying that it wasn't instilled in it. Mm. Now, th- the writer of this song could have later gone in and listened to the song and watched it and been like, oh, that's really funny, actually. I never even considered the element of the kid. And he's the one who wrote it. You know what I mean? So do you the layer is there no matter thing, what. Yeah. Do you apply that same logic to Joyce and Shakespeare? One hundred percent. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. There'll be many things that they'll be like. You know, I've. Um, so I layers that are unintended Hamlet. by the artist are still worth exploring, or oh, as yeah. worth exploring. Always. As okay. Always. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Like no, no. Very few writers will tell you not to dig deeper into their work. Um, if it if it if there's something to fulfill the kind of greater element of it like now deeper than they dug though they you know some writers might get a little shitty about it but that's silly I, you know whatever I mean, like if the fucking layers there the layers there you know what i mean and whether they whether the artist intended it or not it, and if you can make a valid point as to what the meaning is then by all means go crazy who cares like god it's was not, writing through them Perfect. Sure. <laughs> um, all right, Joey, what information do you have on the song, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? You're well, all wrong. Okay, so the dude who wrote it is this guy named Tommy Connor. He's an uh, English songwriter, and he's got several hit Jewish songs. Name. But he's got What another- are some of the other hit songs before it's, you answer this? That's what I was about to read you. Jesus. <laughs> Don't do the same thing I did to you, bro. <laughs> okay. uh, one of them is, It's do My... Do you even Google, bro? <laughs> it's my... <laughs> Very good. It, one of them is, It's My Mother's Birthday Today. But another one is I once had a heart margarita. Another one is <laughs> I want to hear that song yeah. so bad. The, another I once one, had a heart margarita. <laughs> another one is the little boy that Santa Claus forgot. Wait, is margarita the name of a girl? Not a drink. It's 1935, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 
I I stand corrected. It was <laughs> it was totally intended. <laughs> totally intended. Exactly. I think it was totally intended. Yep. Because of the the heart margarita. The other songs, just the other songs are there's a, an element of adultery oh. in all of these songs. Oh, no, gotcha. So the layers and yeah, yeah there. Yeah. Just, I gotta read you some more. As the yeah. evidence sort of piles on, I stand wholeheartedly corrected. <laughs> the little boy who never told a lie. If tears could bring you back, I'm spending Christmas with the old folks. Yeah, dude, man, totally fucking. <laughs> He knew what he was doing. Dude, man, totally fucking knew uh, what he was doing. And by the way, the, the guy who first recorded, the original recording, was a guy named Jimmy Boyd, and he guess how old he was? 17. 69. 13. Oh, right, Which obviously, because that's right. Sorry, it's Has a kid. Has to be a fucking, that exact age where, you know, you guys said You're it. right on the money. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I was off. I said Well, you said 7, 8, 9, but, you know, yeah. it's still pretty damn close. Yeah. That's so that's the funny. Idea, at least, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Should I read some Shakespeare? I'm going to read some Shakespeare. <laughs> I gotta fit in some one more thing before you fucking. We have time. How how long is this episode? Twenty four at. Well, yeah. the food's not here yet. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's not a good joke. It's not a good joke at no. all. No, but it's fine. Nobody knows. We could have ordered food. Who knows? Joey's still it, reeling from his fat burger. Two in the morning. Dinner. Got the fat burger. Where is the? I I don't remember. Jesus Christ! Today was a good day. <laughs> you're gonna throw the Shakespeare at us and you ain't even got it well I don't know what I'm gonna read oh, no, you fucked Festa. around and got a triple double we have Festa we have Malvolio is always a fun thing I'm trying to remember the best well do you guys remember do you guys know? no you don't I don't know why I'm asking this My <laughs> asshole I just found out this book wasn't about knights in armor <laughs> It's just very zany. So the, the fun thing about Twelfth Night is it's so fucking crazy and Festa might be one of my favorite clowns the Festivus yeah, fest- for the rest of us. The rest of us for the rest of us. My, the, I got a lot of problems with you people. So there is, <laughs> there is a um, get the aluminum pole out of storage. <laughs> this begins. So if you guys remember, in one of the first episodes, I, this was sort of what opened me up to Shakespeare in the first place. Um, this also is one is the most musical play of all of Shakespeare's by far. Um. Don't look at me and pander like you, like you know I like music. You like music? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Don't I de- like identity Sorry. politics me? Damn. You're a white person. You should like this. When I was a kid, um, <laughs> I hated reading. I fucking despised reading. Yeah, I still don't believe that quite. Yeah. Like, no, I well, here's have why. Trouble believing here's this. why. And I'll break it down for you. I haven't explained this to you guys yet. Yeah, you have. I just like Okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> um, It was just boring dude it just fucking sucked like i liked movies i adored movies and i could just sit there and be whisked away without any effort whatsoever and reading just sucked it was fucking boring and everything i had to read was bullshit um and i would just rather watch a movie because if you're like here's a book look at this and if the alternative is sit down for two hours rather than 12 fucking days (laughs) to read some bullshit that would maybe be like half an hour on screen I didn't make any sense to me. I hated it. So I hated reading. I really hated reading. Um, and I guess I was in either fifth or sixth grade. I mean, I read here and there, but I, you know, at the time I think we were reading like Jack London or some bullshit. And the, we, there was a, like a reading, you know, time scheduled into the, 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 the school day. And I used to just grab a book off the shelf and, and sit and look at the words and kind of pretend <laughs> to read. And I never actually cared what it was happening. And, what it, were you thinking about? You just stared at words and thought about nothing? Yeah, Spaceships. I still do that to this day, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of meditative. I don't know what I was thinking about at the time, but I don't know. But, I, you know, to this day, genuinely, actually, come to think of it, today that happened, where I'll just be <laughs> looking at words and I'm just 
thinking about other things. Um, it still happens. Yeah, that's reading. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not reading what's actually happening. Um, anyway, so there was one time I was I time? grabbed a book off the shelf. At Bandcamp? And I started to read, and it looked different than all the other books. It was a weird kind of like, you know, it had a, a, a scene number, scene one, act, you know, act one, scene one. Did you get transported to Narnia? And it said, you know, music, enter Orsino, Duke of, uh, oh my God, Illyria. Illyria. Duke, Duke. Curio Duke, and other lords. Duke. Which is just, it was different than I had ever, you know, it was a weird, sudden filmic version of reading for me and i'd never seen anything like this like the like the beginning credits or something uh, not necessarily it was just it's it was a, it was a it was stage direction that i had never read before i never uh, read I stage direction before and i'm just like okay cool i understand what they're saying and suddenly i could see exactly what they were telling me to see without them trying to paint some fucking picture in my head and that used to piss without me the off flowery word bullshit thank you mr sean Fa. i knew you'd appreciate that exactly <laughs> it was just like enter dude they're here i'm like cool I'll do the work. I'll take it from here. <laughs> and then you turn the page. <laughs> and and I had never seen anything like it. And the first words were, uh, Orsino, <clears throat> if music be the food of love, play on. I'm like, that's a fucking cool line. If music be the food of love, play on. Give me excess of it. That's your fitting. The appetite may sicken and so die. That strain again. It had a dying fall. Oh, it came o'er my ear like the sweet south that breathes upon a bank of violets, stealing and giving odor. Enough. No more. Tis not so sweet as it was before. Oh, spirit of love, how quick and fresh art thou, that notwithstanding thy capacity receiveth as the sea, not enters there. Of what validity and pitch soar, but falls into abatement and low price even in a minute? So full of shapes is a fancy that it alone is high fantastical. That's the opening of Twelfth Night. But it's not my favorite line. My favorite opening line and I always forgot that that was the opening line of this play because the the real opening line is so fucking cool. Um, Wait, how are there two opening lines? Well, because the next scene, scene is almost more powerful in a weird way. This opening scene, basically. So the rest of it, I could just actually read the rest of it. So that's that's Duke Orsino, Curio. Will you go? Will you go hunt, my lord? What Curio? The hot. <laughs> Why? So I do. The noblest that I have. Oh, when my own eyes did see Olivia first, methought she purged the air of pestilence. That instant was I turned into a heart, and my desires like fell and cruel hounds ere since pursue me. Enter Valentine. How now? What news Bronco. from her? Uh, so please, my lord. I might not be admitted, but from her handmaid do return the answer. The element itself, till seven years, he shall not behold her faith at ample view. Her face at ample view, but like a cloistress, she will veiled walk and water once a day her chamber around with eye offending brine. All this to season a brother's dead love, which she will keep fresh and lasting in her sad remembrance. 
Oh, she that hath a heart of fine frame to this pay to pay this debt of love and to so a brother. So that's where you hid the flowery bullshit. How will she love when the rich golden shaft hath killed the flock of all affections else that live in her? When liver, brain, and heart, these sovereign thrones are all supplied and filled her sweet perfections with one self-king. Away before me to sweet beds of flowers, love's, love thoughts lie rich when canopied with bowers. Anyway, so, <clears throat> you know, we the, the basic setup here is Orsino is in love with um, with Olivia, and Olivia won't see anybody because her brother presumably has died, um, and won't. And we'll just stay veiled and won't, you know, take any suitors, won't do anything. She's just going to fucking sit around for a year. Now. As she should. <laughs> so that's the opening scene. Very short, very quick, very fun. Music is always playing. It's cool. But then. Scene or act one, scene two. And this, I feel like, is a much more interesting line. To really begin the play, which is weird because I'm always so torn. It's like, which fucking line is better? I don't know. Which is so indicative of this play in general because it's so constantly um, equally balanced in its insanity. You know what I mean? There's there's something rooted and something crazy going on, both of which are completely out of their minds. <laughs> so, act one, scene two. Enter Viola, a captain... And sailors. Viola. What country, friends, is this? Such a fucking cool-ass line, dude. What is it again? What country, friends, is this? What country, friends, is this? Those are my country friends. Ellie Mae and Jed. It's just so... It is... What country fringe is this? What country fringe is this? She's calling them rednecks. It's really bound. Country motherfuckers. Get her done. (laughs) She's just washed up from a hurricane. Mm -hmm. The hurricane has completely decimated their their boat. And now they've just washed up. And she's, you know, uh, know, um, with with seaweed and algae kind of hanging from her hair and a mouthful of sand and just, you know, torn... Um, uh, as the the waves just kind of crash over her, it's very cinematic. Like you definitely yeah. see that in many movies. What where country friend? Someone is washes this? up on a shore, and mm. where the fuck am I? Captain, this is Illyria, lady. Starting. And what shall I do in Illyria? Turn for the nerd. My brother, he is in Elysium. Just now. <laughs> perchance he is not drowned. What think you, sailors? It is perchance that you yourself were saved. Oh, my poor brother. And so perchance may he be. True, madam. And to com- and to comfort you with chance, assure you, or assure yourself, after our ship did split, when you and those poor numbers saved with you hung on the diving boat, I saw your brother, most provident peril, bind himself. Courage and hope both teaching him and pra- courage and hope both teaching him the practice to a strong mast that lived upon the sea, where, like Arian on the dolphin's back, I saw him hold acquaintance with the eye with the waves so long as I could see. For saving so there's gold. Mine own escape unfoldeth to my hope whereto thy speech serves for authority. The like of him knowest thou this country? Sorry. Knowest thou this country? I met him well, for I was bred and born not three hours' travel from this very place. Who governs here? 
a noble duke in nature and in name. What is his name? Orsino. Orsino. I have heard my father name him. He was a bachelor then. He was a bachelor then. And so is now. Or was so oh, really. Yeah. <laughs> For but a month ago, I went from hence, and then t'was fresh in murmur. As you know, what great ones do, the less will prattle of, that he did seek the love of fair Ophelia. What's she? A virtuous maid, the daughter of a count that died some twelve months since. Then, leaving her in the protection of his son, her brother, who shortly who shortly also died, for whose dear love, they say, Wait, she had Wait, is he talking about his company. other books in his book? Is this getting all meta and shit? No. In no. sight of men. What that's other books are you thinking of? That's not Hamlet, Ophelia, and the like. Did I say Ophelia? Thought so. Olivia. Oh. Did I say the fair Ophelia? I thought so. Oh, fuck. The love of fair <laughs> Olivia. Gotcha. So Shakespeare wasn't meta. Oh, that I served that lady and might not be delivered to the world till I had made mine own occasion mellow what my estate is. Anyway, so let's actually, I'm going to jump forward to the entrance of Festa and Olivia, which is a fun little scene. And then we're going to bail. Uncle Festa? Uncle Festa. Uh, I have a question. Did uh, Queen Elizabeth play saxophone on the Orsinio Hall show? How long were you thinking about that joke? Uh, 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. When you think about something for that long, you have to say it. No. You're right. I should not have said it. Festa. Festa. Sean is turning pages and trying to find the next part of this book. I don't know if I should begin beforehand like or golf. after. We'll, we'll, we'll open with the, the entrance of Olivia, and then I feel like this is a fun scene. Sean is talking to the listeners Although right Malvolio now. is more fun. I wish we could do Malvolio scenes. I am the great Malvolio. <laughs> I need TP for my fungal. Malvolio, Malvolio like, gets a letter, and he thinks that Olivia is in love with him. Um, I feel like there's a song. I wish there was a song here I could just sing. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'll just end Can it. Can I ask you this? Why is it the most musical? I, I get that it makes references to it, but I'm, I'm... Oh, there's songs throughout the whole play. Oh, okay. And is it set to a tune? Like yeah. What, well, oh. there's no actual music to it. Oh, you know what? There might be some. Do you actually... Do you sing them like when it's performed? Oh, here you go. Yeah. See? Is it perf- oh, wow. There is. Yeah. So there's like notes. I can't I, I can't really read music, but <laughs> Yes, can... those are musical notes. It's all like, la, then la, then la. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen a note before. They, Yeah, I don't really know. On tattoos, on you know. angry bald guys. Da, 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 da. I was off key, sorry. <laughs> on what key? You don't know what key you're in. You could have been on the right key. No, I was not on key. <laughs> there's no key that that was right for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Do, re, mi, fa. Nope. Off. Sucks. God damn it. I can't do it. Are you trying to do, do, a deer, a female deer? You didn't let me read fast, say. Thank you for listening. You really? Yeah, you really. You're right. I forgot to do it. So good job. Thanks, guys. Yeah, let's move on.